Hi, this is Amy Beheimer, and you are listening to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health. Habit 30, take on the new year with a new take on values. Welcome to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, a podcast to help you shift from managing autoimmune disease to creating autoimmune health using the power of everyday habits. I'm your host, Amy Beheimer a coach and doctor of pharmacy on a mission to create health and happiness with multiple sclerosis. Here we focus on everyday lifestyle habits proven to help the mind and body heal from the cell up without sacrificing the true joys of life along the way. To create autoimmune health in the mind and body, you have to be great at one thing, the skill of mastering habits. That's why each episode includes everything you need to do just that evidence-based information and real life inspiration from the experience of my guests, my clients, and yours truly. All habit heroes brave enough to turn a desire for health into daily decisions to create it. Let's have some fun. Hi, everybody. I am so glad you're here. It is January and we are looking at a whole fresh year, 2024, ahead of us. So today I'm going to cover a new take on values to help us make it a healthier and happier year than ever. And I often say happier when I say healthier, because for me, they really do go hand in hand. There's the dictionary definitions, and then there's the dictionary of Amy definitions. And you've likely heard me say this before, but it's worth repeating that Sometimes we need to rewrite our own definitions. The definition of health is being free of symptoms or disease. So that doesn't fly for me. And likely if you're listening, that doesn't fly for you either. When we go through today's episode, it's going to be helpful to have thought of what your definition of health is, maybe what your definition of happiness is. How are they similar and where do they differ? And today we're not just talking about the mechanics of health which really are more like the habits that we're doing, the things that we're doing that help our bodies be healthier, help our biology and all that good stuff. But there's also a spirit to health. That's more how we think about and how we feel about our health and what our approach to health is, which these are the factors that are going to be key and make such a difference to having change that feels good and having change that lasts. That's what I mean when I say we go upstream, we go up to those thoughts, those feelings, and that spirit of health. No more of this on the wagon, off the wagon. So today I'm going to take you through a brief exercise that maybe is a fresh way to think about what changes you want to make in 2024, why you want them, and definitely I want to help you with how you're going to make them happen. How many times do you answer the question, how are you, with some form of busy? Or how many times do you hear other people say busy? I think we need to ban the word busy. It's overused, it's normalized, and it just leaves us feeling justified for not doing the things that really drive us closer to being that happy and healthy version of ourselves. Bruce Lee once said, it's not the daily increase, but the daily decrease. Hack away at the unessential. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to use values to help us hack away at the unessential. So what are values? You likely have heard the word, even the definition. So come today with a beginner's mind and listen for just one fresh take that really lands with you. Here's a few definitions that I've heard along the way and that really resonate with me. Take one you like or keep one that you already love. But values are 
the way that we judge what's important in life. Another definition is that values are the beliefs that are the most important to you. I've heard values called the North Star that kind of helps guide us on our journey. They can be defined as a lens through which we see the world. They set the foundations for the choices we make and the actions we take. They can determine how we exist in the world. Values should be very natural to you, intuitive, subjective, and again, very unique to you. You and I could have the same value, the same word, let's say health as a value, but it could mean two different things to each of us. Values are the thread that connect who you are with how you do things. And then it's worth mentioning what values are not. They're not our priorities. Our values are more the place that we come from, they're who we are, while our priorities are the things that we work towards, the things that we do. And values are definitely not something that we aspire to. When we're going through the exercise today, we need to make sure that we're choosing values that are innately us. So why do values matter? Values matter because they can help you make decisions. We talked about how they can be a filter through which we see the world. And so if we run our decisions through our values filter, it can help clarify which direction we want to go. We can ask for decisions, which option helps me live closer into my values versus which one takes me further from them. And a lot of times the answer to that can be really obvious when we keep our values top of mind. Why else do values matter? They create alignment. That is when our thoughts match our actions, when what we do really feels like it's matching who we are. That it can be when our priorities match our values and when our head matches what our heart is doing and it matches what our hands are doing. When we're not in alignment, it can feel sometimes like we're having a mismatch in our identity and that can really drain our energy. So on the flip side, when we're really living into our values, it can help us gain energy, which is such a huge piece for all of us. We all are likely looking to optimize our energy and feel better because sometimes an autoimmune diagnosis can rob us of that. Our values can help shape our to-do lists. And that brings us back to making decisions, deciding what stays and what goes on those to-do lists based on our core values that we're going to leave today's episode with today. And the last reason I want to say that it's so important that we identify what our values are is that they really can help us connect deeper with others as well as with ourselves. A story for this one, you know, this became evident for me really early on in my dating relationship with my now husband. We had some friction because I would often be doing things that he didn't fully understand or relate to. So for example, I would fly to Washington, D.C. for 24 hours for a cousin's birthday because I didn't want to miss it. Or I set off on a silent meditation retreat in the North Georgia mountains because it's just something that I knew I wanted to do and learn. I started going back to school and training to become a coach. And I was doing that on top of a career that I already was working in and loved. And when I clarified and shared with him, so that's a key part is making sure that I shared it with him, that my core values were connection and growth. Those actions that I was doing made more sense to me for sure, but also to him because he could see how it matched my beliefs about what made for a good and meaningful life. So now the real reason we're here, how are we going to do this? 
How are we going to clarify your core values? And for today, I'm considering your core values, your top two, just two. It helps to start with a big list of values. I have one I can share. Feel free to email me at amy at amybehindmarkcoaching.com and I'll send it to you. But you also can Google it and get a big list of values. The bigger, the better, because sometimes we may not think of some words or values. And so it's good to see a big list. But I'm going to name several here that I see over and over. But again, I encourage you to maybe come back to this and make sure that you look at a big list so you can really see how many options are out there. And all of these things are great things that we likely want to claim as our values because these are all, you know, good words and things that we want to be doing. But the tough part is actually getting it down to which ones are true to us, like I mentioned, which ones are innately us. So just to name a few, achievement, adventure, authenticity, balance, beauty, connection, courage, creativity, growth, honesty, love, kindness, health, peace, learning, uniqueness, health, loyalty, hope, is it humor? There's so many more, but that is several just to get you going. So the three steps for how we're going to do this, the first is we're going to select your top 10. And sometimes even that feels hard. You know, when you see all the um, goodness in these words, top 10 can feel hard. But step two is actually going to narrow it down to five, just five. And step three is narrowing it down to just two. And if this feels hard when you're going through it, that means you're doing it right. So as you're trying to go from this big list down to two, I'm going to pose a few questions to consider asking yourself to help you narrow it down. The first question is when you're trying to decide if it makes the cut is, does this value define me? Does it define who I am? Does this value energize me? When I am living into it, do I feel energized? Think back to times in your life. Does this value shine through when you're at your best? Does it show up when you have to make tough decisions? It's really helpful to probe the pivots in life because big changes or transitions that we have to make normally highlight what matters most to us. Does this value feel effortless? Does this value make your list if nobody's watching? And this one's big. You may feel like you need to include family if you have a family. But I love my family. I have a family, but family doesn't make it to my top two and it doesn't make it to everybody's top two. Another word or value may make more sense to you to cover how you approach family. For me, my faith is huge and I sometimes feel I should have this as a core value, but it's not. And that doesn't mean that my faith is not a top importance to me. It just shows through my core values of connection and growth. So the language really matters, and that's how I express my faith and how I make sense of how I use it in my life. Another thing to consider is when and in what situation do you feel a lot of negative emotions? So these can be useful to help us clarify values and help us instruct you know, what we're going to do in the future. And lastly, pay attention to your language. Do you find that you use the word hate or love at different times? Those scenarios, those heated emotions can be clues as to what we value most. So we've made it to our do of the day. 
It's really comfortable to stay busy. And so as we start this year, let's try to break this habit that we all know so well. Growth may look like being proactive, really taking a few minutes to identify what these core values are and protect your investments for 2024. That's going to stretch us from our comfort zone of staying busy, reacting to what's going on, to our growth zone where we really peel back the unessential and we're proactive deciding where our investments are best spent. And what do I mean when I say investments? I mean investments in our time, what makes it to our calendar and our to-do list, investments in our energy, which is precious. Even if we get everything done, if we only have energy to do one of the things really well, we feel that and people around us feel that. So we want to protect our investments of energy. Another investment I'm talking about is our attention. Our attention is precious and we may think that we're doing many things all at once, but we're really only focusing on one thing at a time. So what is deserving your attention? Is it your health? Has your health come through as a core value? And the last investment is your money. Where is your money best spent to help you live in alignment where you're doing the things you say and believe are important? So let's plan your investments for the year. How can you create space on your calendar to live into these values? This is even a super helpful exercise when you're looking at a day or a week when you just feel like you have too much to do. Split a piece of paper down the middle, put your to-do list on one side and your core values on the other and see what makes the cut when you run it through that filter. Also, where do you want to intentionally spend energy to help you feel more like you? What is craving your attention? Is it people? Is it a place? Is it something that you want to bring back into your life? And where will money be well spent to help you connect what your hands are doing with what your head and heart are asking for? So one more example of how I'm doing this work in my own life. I've shared my top two values are connection and growth. And I also have values that I hold very dear for Amy Beheimer Coaching. They help me to make decisions and serve you the best I can. So in addition to growth and connection, two of those are honesty and love. I noticed I've been having a hard time deciding which episodes to create and share for this podcast in the new year. I'll pick one, I'll start working on it, then I'll change my mind and find myself thinking that there's this a right answer and a wrong answer. I just really want them to be useful for you. So I recently decided to look at these decisions through my values filter. So I have a list of probably over 100 ideas to come for this show. And I asked myself, what's next? Using my values, I've decided you'll be getting episodes that I honestly need for myself right now. I'm going to be revisiting old habits that I want to bring back to my life. I'm going to be giving myself a little tough love to stick to the things that I know make me feel better and ultimately help me create health in the future. So I sure hope you're along for the ride. Remember our why of making this habit. Hopefully feeling more energy, connection, and alignment when we take on the new year with a new take on values. One more quote to leave you with. Elvis Presley says, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, and you leave them all over everything you do. And before I go, I want to mention that the club is open and waiting for you. If you want to come do this values work together, it is work, but it also can be fun if you let it be. And I'll let you decide whether it feels like work or fun. It's definitely fun when we start being able to follow through on ourselves and the commitments that we want for ourselves. 
As with any of our habits here, if you're logically thinking, this makes so much sense, but you find that you aren't actually applying it and letting it impact your life, then really you're not alone. They're two very different things and they're different skill sets. So in the club, I help you go further. We dig into how to actually make this a reality. The link to join or chat with me is in the show notes. And I'll be back next week for an honest and loving habit that I've been wanting and needing to bring back. So don't miss it. Bye. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Club Habit Hub. It's my monthly membership and your new home for making health a habit. You'll get coaching, curriculum, and community curated just for you. Visit www.amybeheimercoaching.com forward slash join for all the details and to get started today. I'll see you inside. And one last thing, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode where I might just cover the habit your body has been waiting for. If you're feeling extra generous, please leave a rating and a review. It is the best way to help other warriors find us here. Special thanks to my editor, Sarah. The Habit Hub is a production of Amy Beheimer Coaching, LLC. Talk soon.